You're listening to The Digital Pulse, powered by Modia, where we discuss everything you need to know on digital trends and strategy in healthcare. Now let's dive headfirst into this episode. Here's your host, Brian Palmer. Okay, I've got a fun one today. I'm excited about this one. I'm excited about whenever I get to talk to people. But I met Sarah Saldoff, um, what is it, a year or two ago now at a conference. I did an intro for her and a colleague as they were talking about what they do at Ohio Health. I really loved her take. I loved the way she approached it. So I wanted to talk with her and have a quick little sit down. So Sarah leads the product and user experience teams at Ohio Health. And she loves working to solve complex problems when it comes to that human-centered design, you know, something that we're all going for in healthcare today. I'm going to chat with her about what her team looks like and get her take on where healthcare is in relation to some of those leading retail online digital experiences. I also ask her a fun question at the end around, hey, if no barriers existed, what would you and your team focus on the most? I think you'll like this one, so enjoy. But yeah, no, let's let's just go ahead and dive in. And what I what I'd love to do is just have you, Sarah, just do a quick give me like a quick rundown of you and your background and the work you do at Ohio Health. And we'll start there. Sure. Hi everyone. I'm Sarah Saldoff. I work for Ohio Health. I lead the product and user experience teams there. Um, my background is actually in marketing, so I have lots of um, history and experience. I worked at agencies, I owned my own retail shop. Um, and coming over into healthcare was quite um, a different experience for me. And so it's been great. And as my career has evolved, the thing that I have always liked the most um, is finding solutions um, to really complex problems and understanding them um, and bringing that human-centered viewpoint to the world. And so healthcare has lots of problems to solve. So it just seemed like a good natural fit. That's awesome. You just dropped a bomb on me too, because I didn't know you used to run your own, you had your own retail store. We're going to have to dig deeper into that <laughs> another time because yeah, that's awesome. Because yeah, I, I too come from that marketing background. I didn't have my own store, but I, I ran marketing for a lot of e-commerce stores, you know, online things. So definitely interesting coming from that industry over into healthcare and seeing just, I don't know, similarities and differences. So that's very cool. Thank you for that. Um, and then Sarah, what is, what is your team, um, the UX UI team at Ohio Health look like? And, you know, I know we keep talking about pandemics and how they're changing things, but how has your team changed or, you know, adapted or grown in the last couple of years? Yeah, I mean, so when I started at Ohio Health, we had um, zero UX um, people and zero product people. Um, I was actually leading the digital marketing team. Um, and over time, we've evolved and we have um, 16 people kind of on both sides of the house. And the way that we think about um, UX at Ohio Health is it's really a continuum. So in my brain, on the left-hand side is the strategy and the research side. And then on the right-hand side is more of the design. And so if you look at, um, you know, our really talented folks that we have on our team, they kind of span, right, just depending on what their skill set is. And then we work really hard to make sure that they're, getting stretched projects in one in one direction or the other. So you've got strategists who might want to do more design. You've got, um, we've taken a lot of great designers and asked them to do more strategy work. And so over time, our team has kind of evolved their skill sets based on the needs of the organization and what we're seeing. Um, but again, you know, we have this kind of design side and the strategy side, and they really play quite well together um, from that perspective. Yeah, and, and you find that, 
when you take someone with a design background and ask them to do strategy? Is that a relatively seamless transition for them or is that is that tough? I mean some of those designers man they're some of our best strategists I'll tell yeah. you so yeah. they have really I mean you know I think at the end of the day you hire smart people and ask them to do challenging things and they rise to the occasion every time um and so that's kind of what we've seen along the way I would also say that the work has changed for our team. Um, we've also gone through some pretty major IT transitions in our organization. And so we no longer have dedicated um, resources like we used to for our product teams. So our work is actually becoming, um, I would say, more customer experience, so more CX-like. Yeah. Um, so obviously that that term, um, customer experience, can mean different things in organizations, right? So within Ohio Health, it probably means more like our customer service um, folks and things of that nature. But when I think of CX, I think about it more from the term of, like, what's the overall experience for the organization? How do we think about customer journey? Um, how are we playing into those things? Um, and so our team is playing much more in those spaces and understanding the overall journey and where the opportunities are. Yeah, and that makes that makes perfect sense. And I think you know you you hear customer experience, you hear retail like experience, consumer driven. So you know with with that in mind. So I I hear a lot of just yeah the the retail like digital experience and all that right. So in your mind, Sarah especially coming from outside the industry too, how do you think we healthcare can really compete with that retail like digital experience and what consumers expect right now? And I think we're making leaps and bounds, but still a ways to go. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think that the expectation is there, right? right. So it, the frustration happens where I do all these things when I, you know, go to whatever retailer I enjoy or, you know, whatever um, restaurant experience that I have where I can use toast to, you know, pay my bill and look at everything and I'm out the door or whatever. And then yeah. you walk through the door of a of your physician's office and all of a sudden it just stops, right? Or you're at home and you're searching and then you want to make the appointment and then Or you have or you have to fill out those same papers every time yeah, you sit down. Again, yeah, the again, same thing, again, right? right? Like um and so, you know, I've said this before that I think that healthcare for the longest time has gotten such a pass, right? Like it was HIPAA laws. It was, you know, we're, we're just in a different lane or, you know, like the expectation, no, customers still have that expectation and that's the thing that's pushing, right? And so you see the one medicals of the world and Amazon getting into the space. You see, you know, things that Google is doing um, and obviously all this amazing startups and they're they're bringing that customer voice to the forefront. Right. And they're going to disrupt. They are disrupting the industry because, you know, obviously there's a lot of money sitting in healthcare. I mean, think about everybody's paycheck. What is it? I think most people, it's a third of their paycheck goes to healthcare. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, like that's insane. Right. <laughs> um, and so, you know, it's ripe for the picking. And I think that, you know, as those customer expectations, you know, continue to ratchet up and as that pile of money is sitting there, you know, that's inviting all the innovation and um, exploration in the space. And so, you know, the opportunity for healthcare is to how quickly can we get there? What is that mind shift that we have to make in order to make that happen? Um, and what are the underlying structures that have to ha have to be in place to do that? So mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you're new into this space, you're lucky you don't have 100 years of legacy um, technology that you're sitting on to, you know, kind of overcome. You get to start fresh with everything that you're starting to build up. 
you know, the other thing that they don't have, though, is that they don't have um, the physicians, they don't have the structures, they can't easily hand off from one part of, a, of their business to another, right? Like, hospital systems are much more, in, you know, vertically integrated um, than some of the startups and things like that. So it'll be interesting to see, right, if you if you're trying to pick off one part of the of the experience that works to us to some degree in my mind, right, people want that holistic experience. But what happens when you have a problem that goes beyond the four walls or the video conference or whatever that you have? Like, how do you make sure that you're getting holistic care um, and not just a piece of that? So I think that's where health systems and Ohio Health has an advantage in that perspective. Um, but at the same time, we can't rest on our laurels like that. We have to we have to meet the customer where they are. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I loved actually what you said in the beginning of that was that healthcare has always gotten a pass. And that, like that, I'll probably use that. So if you see me using it in the future, sorry, but I'm I'm totally no, no that off because I think that's I think that is probably one of the most accurate ways to describe it that I've heard. Because yeah, I think that, that that's true. I mean, we've it's been brick and mortar locations. You're there. This is the service. We don't have any competition. You couldn't hop on, you know, your laptop or a tablet or your phone and find a doctor in three states away and get care there. But now you can. Um, and so from that, from that, you know, customer experience perspective, I think, you know, I think, I think we're making leaps and bounds, but I mean, do you think we're really far off from hitting that really cool, like equilibrium place? Or, I mean, I mean, you guys, you guys might be different, but I just wonder industry-wise as a whole. I, I think we're a ways away, right? Yeah. I think the expectations. Um, you know, while I feel like customer expectations are still lower for healthcare organizations, um, I encourage us all as as consumers to to raise them up, right? Like, you know, be that voice that you that you want to hear and see because that's how the that's the groundswell that will make the change within the organizations. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, there's there's hearts and minds to change within the operations of um healthcare organizations. Um the way that we've worked has been the way that we've worked for a really long time. Um, and so that's hard to change, right? There's a lot of momentum for stasis versus change because change is super hard. And a lot of systems are under a lot of pressure, right? Financial pressure, um, inflationary pressure, um, you know, coming out of the pandemic, you know, that was, it's, it's been very hard, especially for smaller hospital systems, um, and in the healthcare world to, you know, weather those storms and those changes. Um, and so how do we, how do we be financial, financially, you know, secure and also push innovation at the same time? Those are, you know, these are business challenges that I think every industry chase, you know, chases, um, and has to deal with. I mean, I don't think healthcare is unique in that perspective. So no, no, they, they probably have. Yeah. I think we have harder time getting, getting there. Um, which, which is actually a great segue to my next question too, because, I know you and your team, and I know Ohio Health in general, doing a lot of things really well. You all are what I would be considered, you know, uh, a leader in a lot of spaces when it comes to what you're doing and how you're doing it. But from with with you and your team, Sarah, what are some of those main hurdles that you're facing um, when you're trying to stay competitive? Um, you know, with with that that customer experience, right? In a in a relatively crowded market, you know, what what are some of the you know Hurdles you're facing there. Yeah, I think so much of it comes, I mean, this is going to sound generic, but so much of it comes down to data, 
right? And so how can we have great physician data How or, you know, clinician data? How do we have great customer data, financial data? How are we leveraging that data? Um, remember, I spoke earlier about kind of those foundational things that we need. Um, yeah. And that's, in order to build great experiences, you have to have that data so that you understand both the problems of the business, the customer, and what technology can help you solve, right? So at the end of the day, this comes down to people, processes, and technology. But within healthcare, the biggest challenge that we face other than data is change management. So how do you change those hearts and minds, right? So the people, how do you get um, you know our leaders to think differently about um, you know, what experiences can look like versus just, you know, having additional bricks and mortar? How do we think about processes that have to change that, um, you know, we're building um, a very digitally focused um, hospital room um, in our in a new building that we have opening up um, for Pickerington coming up at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And it's a different way for nurses to work. It's a different way for our physicians to work. And I mean, we think, and you know, we're getting feedback along the way, we're running tests and we're doing pilots right now. And the feedback has been incredible, but it is such a change for how people are used to working, bringing a virtual nurse in, ordering your food, um, you know, from an iPad, um, understanding, you know, who's going to be in the room with RFID tags. You know, those are all changes to process um, yeah. in ways working that are hard to, 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 that are hard to explain to people and to work through. And so like, it's that hearts and minds thing that you got to change. And then obviously the technology is, is so, is changing so quickly. And how do you keep on top of it? And so if you implement something one day, then how is it not going to change the next day? Um, And so understanding how do you, how do you roll with the tide of technology without being crushed by it? Right. Yeah, no, that, that 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 makes perfect sense. And I want to dive a little bit deeper into your left brain, right brain, and on the customer experience. If you could remove all hurdles, so there's no there's no stakeholders that are going to be in your way. There's no budget. There's no technology issues. What would you and your team be working on? What's what's kind of that like Everest project that you would do if nothing got in your way? So I actually posed um, this question to my team because I was like, I'm like, I just wanted to hear what people had to say about it. So I'm actually going to give you some of their answers. Awesome. I love I that. I love it, right? So um, I was like, you know, let's put it out to the brain trust. You know, these are some of the smartest people working in healthcare. So, yeah. you know, part of it was, you know, how do you leverage AI to get people to the right right place, right location, right position for them, right? Can it predict um, the the doctor that's going to be best for you? So thinking about some of those almost like recommendation engines, right? So that's a little old tech, but like leveraging AI to really think and predict kind right. of the um, one of my one of my uh, associates, uh, one of my colleagues said, just bringing more joy to healthcare, right? That's the oh, experience. Wow was like, you know, how do you elevate that experience for everybody? So I loved that joy. Um, More personalization was another one. Uh, Fixing healthcare costs was a huge one. So price transparency, how do we work with the insurers? How do you know the exact cost? How is that like, you know, how can we stop hiding behind all of the 
all of the things, right? Yeah. And that's not Ohio Health. That's the industry. Um, you know, I mean, it's so complicated, the the dollars and cents of it all for our for our patients and for us, us as consumers. How do we just, you know, completely remove that and make it like our magic wand has fixed all that? Um, we had people who wanted care navigators who really helped you along the journey. So like, what's your concierge person that like leads you and guides you through every step of the way. So it's never mm-hmm. um, stressful for the patient. And is that, um, is that supposed to be more of AI or is that more of a, an actual person? It, I mean, I, I think that the world is your oyster with there that one. Go. I mean, I think it's probably all of those things. Yes. Yes. Right. So I think it's probably, um, you know, we don't want to lose people out of this, right? Like this isn't about um, not having a human touch in healthcare, right? At the end of the day, we're a people business. <laughs> um, and so um, it all comes down to to humans. And so how do we think about that? But how do we make the humans smarter? And how do we, um, you know, empower them more to do better at their job so it's easier so that they can focus on the most important part, which is actually bringing the joy to their to their careers, to their patients, yeah. to their customers. Um, actually, one of my this is this is the best one. One of my um, yeah. colleagues said um, that he'd like to have a patch where he could eat all of the pizza and cookies he wanted for his user experience. Um, so, right, so we're gonna we'll we'll work on inventing something like that. But I think for me, you know, and my answer to to your question, if I could wave a magic wand, is I think that so much of the healthcare experience and the opportunities we have is to put more control back in the hands of the patient or customer, right? So how do you feel in a, in a time in your life when you feel out of control, how do we give you control back? Um, And I think for me, part of that starts with my owning my own data. Like it makes me nervous that all of these health systems and every time I go to a different doctor, right now they own a part of my health record and I may or may not remember that I went to that doctor, but they still have to be responsible for it for however long, right? So I think that there's opportunity um, that I would love to see with how can we give the patients their own health information and then have them share it with their providers or whomever else that they would prefer, right? So, I mean, I think that there's even an economic model around there where you could say, it's almost like fracking in your backyard, right? Like if, <laughs> if you want to put an oil like rig in my backyard, right? Like I can, I can, you know, do a deal with the petroleum company and they can do that. And for five years I get, you know, rights and royalties. Like, why couldn't I do that with my own healthcare data or my own information? Right. Why, why do the, why do the Amazons of the world get to own my consumer data? Why yeah. does Google know everything that I'm doing? Right. So what's the opportunity um, for us to own that data um, and for us to be in control of our health information. Um, so because I think that that changes the experience when the when the patient has the control over that information. So. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And I love, you know, you want to bring joy to healthcare and then you want to frack in your backyard. So, I mean, I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> I know it's all over the place, right? Right, I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, like we just want like, you know, from hearing from, you know, my team and others in the business, it's really about how do you make it easier for people, right? At the bottom line, right? It's not just, it's not just one thing, um, but it's how do you make it easier? How do you bring um, fulfillment? How do you bring joy, right? It's like healthcare is a slog and it's hard Um, And at a time in your life when it should, that you want it to be the, something to be easy. It it seems to be the hardest. Um, And so how do we, how do we help people do that 
And I think that's kind of the thing that gets our team up and going every day. That's why we show up every day yeah. is because we think that there's opportunity to to flip that switch and to make it about the the customer. Well, that's amazing. And I always, I mean, yeah, in our in our time together, Sarah, I always I I absolutely love your viewpoint and the way you talk about things. Um, so re- really appreciate this insight and love that you took it to your team and, and got those got those little really cool nuggets of what they would do because yeah, I mean, you're right. That's, that's the people behind it, bringing these experiences to the forefront and making healthcare just easier and better for all. So I really appreciate it. It's awesome. Thank you. That's great. Um, yeah, those are, those are the questions I have for you today and really appreciate you taking the time. It's just always great to talk to you. Always great to, to hear and see what Ohio health is doing. Um, you all are an organization that we follow pretty closely just because you're doing some really great things. So we appreciate that and keep doing all the awesome stuff you're doing. It's great. So thank great. you. Appreciate your time, Brian. Thank you so much. Yeah. Awesome. You've just listened to another episode of the digital pulse powered by Modia. Make sure to subscribe. So you'll always stay in the know and be sure to visit Modia.com. That's M O D E A.com for more great content and resources in healthcare. We appreciate you sharing your time with us today, and we look forward to you joining us in the next episode.